Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pesanet III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 5, Episode 4, Crazy in Love. Yep. Double entendre, too. Totally. And I feel like Audrina could probably sue Beyonce for um, copyright infringement. Agreed. So, before we even get into the episode or any house cleaning, I feel like we should say we're sorry and welcome ourselves back because it's been a long time. Like six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't really have a reason other than adulthood. Yeah. Life got in the way. Yeah. But we are so committed to you guys that it is actually New Year's Eve. Yes. And we are here recording. Although there's nowhere else I'd rather be. That is very true. Yeah. This is pretty much the best New Year's ever. But we're very sorry and we're thrilled to be back and we hope you know that when we take a hiatus that is unplanned that we do really miss you guys. Yes, we do. Definitely. And we love hearing from you on Twitter. We had plans to record so many times that got busted up. Yeah. We really, we try and do this every week because we love it. So just... Just keep that in mind every time we abandon you. We're very sorry. And we're hoping now that the holidays are over that we can get in more of a regular schedule again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which is kind of between Thanksgiving and Christmas is kind of nuts. Terrible. All right. But anyway, that aside. Um, so I have some very important house cleaning. Let's do it. Um, I am way overdue to give Meredith her birthday gift, because her birthday was all of six weeks ago. Um, (laughs) but I wanted to give it to her on air, so she's been patiently awaiting her birthday gift. Um, so are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, close your eyes. Okay, hold on, I actually will. You may open them. (laughs) Oh my god! <gasps> I told you the paper was what took the longest time. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's that Real Housewives wrapping paper. Oh my god! Uh, and it's really nice too. It's thick, nice paper. Okay, so I have two observations about this wrapping paper. <laughs> and I think the people who look the most accurately portrayed in like animated cartoon form are Ramona and Teresa Judice. Oh, I think that, um, Shannon. Where's Shannon? Right here. That's Ramona, honey. Oh, that's Ramona? I thought that was Shannon. Oh, it is Ramona. Yeah. Then Vicky when... looks terrifying. She looks like the ghost. Yeah, Vicky does look terrifying. Lisa Vanderpump, she wishes... That looks like Leanne Locken. A little bit, yeah. But th- that looks like Teresa. That does look exactly like Teresa. Nina, Nini, she's actually cuter than that. Look, they gave her a lazy eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should take a picture of it so we can put it on the Instagram so okay. people can see the paper. I will. And for those of you who are interested, I believe she also makes teen mom paper. Uh, she does. Um, and I wish I could buy it. It's in the um, in the EBP for those of you in the EBP group. I think her name is Shavi Paper, Shavi's Paper, something like that. Yeah, if you search the page for wrapping paper, you'll find it. It because, comes up. Yeah, because I definitely almost bought some. This is incredible. I'm getting a horrible shine in this photo, but... You know what? At least we're taking one. And they also use the picture of Lisa Vanderpump, which is pink highlights. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Diving in. Oh my God. Happy birthday! (laughs) I know precisely what you're doing. (laughs) Frank just gave me 600 pages of homework, by the way. It's the entire Lauren Conrad L.A. Candy series. Yep. Okay, wow, they have really amazing titles. They do. L.A. Candy, 
sugar and spice, and sweet little lies. Yep. Although I'm not sure, is that the order? Yeah. I, that I is the so. order? Okay. Uh, yeah. I feel like sweet little lies might be second, but I could be wrong. You know what's going to happen is that now I'm not going to read for book club and I'm going to plow through these. <laughs> um, it's literally like one continuous little book. Oh. I think one of them even stops and just starts right into the next. But um, I read them a long time ago when they came out, so I don't remember everything about them. But This is where I should get up and reveal, hidden in my cabinet, is Lauren Conrad's style book that's not out on my bookshelves, mind you, but I own it. And <laughs> I'm proud to own it, enough that I won't get rid of it. Thank you, boo. You're very welcome. Happy birthday. I'm... This is going to be important. We could do an entire episode just about her books. We definitely could. Because there's three more. Oh my god. Like, a, really? she did a different series, too. Yeah, I've only read the L.A. Candy series. I didn't is read the other Orange series. Orange County Candy? <laughs> 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 oh, what a treasure. They both have little notes on the bottom except the middle one. Lauren's tour diary and a sneak peek at her next book inside. Her Ooh. book tour diary? Yeah. That's like, weird. So she kept a diary when she went on her book tour? Well, whoever ghost wrote them. Oh, yeah, I guess she did. The, my, the version I read did not have that. Um, Look at this author photo. Ugh. I think it's the same one in all of them, isn't it? No. Oh, God, no. Lauren grows up. She's not that stupid. This is like, that looks like it's from Laguna Beach. Yeah. So definitely the first one. Hold on. Maybe I can tell from these which one. Yeah, this is definitely number two. Hair's still big, very glossy. This is number three. I also feel like that number two was taken at the Sugar Shack. Yeah, because what's there's a giant lollipop. lollipop. But what's the name of that store the Kardashians are pushing? There's one at um, Dylan's Candy Bar? No, not Dylan. Well, that could be Dylan's Candy Bar. Oh, it's just called bar. Sugar. It's Sugar, yeah. I think so. Because there's one in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. No, Dylan's Candy Bar, I think, is the one Sheena is obsessed with. Well, yes, because she has her own um, grapefruit, grapefruit slices. I know. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Boo. You're very welcome. And now in terms of Twitter, um, there really wasn't much. I mean, it's been such a long time, but like Heather wishes uh, happy Thanksgiving and, um, and happy new year. And she sent us a lovely Christmas card. Thank you, Heather. That was lovely Aww. of you. We so appreciate it. And we hope you're having a wonderful holiday and new year. Um, and then nothing to do with the Hills, but I've been talking to the Australian ladies about the Real Housewives of Melbourne. Ooh. Um, they don't watch it, which shocked me. I was like, ladies, I was like, I need to talk about this with someone. It must be the two of you. Um, neither of them watch it, but they, um, told me they were, Lee especially said she was going to dive in over the holidays maybe and get back to me, but I am real into Australia this year. I'll dive in. Oh my God, it's so good. I have a lot more free time now that the holidays are over. If any of you out there are listening, this is a total aside, but like, um, who watch it um gamble who i don't think started until season two literally like was one of my most hated housewives and now she's my favorite <gasps> wow she that's... did a complete 180 you guys that's a big that's a big reason to watch the fact that you like i hated her and now i love her like cannot get enough so i've never watched melbourne though um i don't i think you could dive right into season two because okay. four is on right now. Four just started. Okay. Um, I don't, because I, like, the uh, season one was good, but I don't think Gamble shows up until season two. Okay. And someone alerted us to the fact that Made in Chelsea is also now on Hulu. On Hulu for the, the seasons one through three, so I need to dive into that. I need to dive into that. But also, thanks to the Sexy Unique podcast for Christmas, because I was so stressed out and just, you know, as everybody is, kind of like hating everything, but spending a lot of time at home doing things. I treated myself to a rewatch of Vanderpump Rules as a Christmas gift to myself. Nice. It was wonderful. 
Well, you know, I just watched it in the spring. Because I, I had never seen it. Yeah. I remember being one of the people who told you it was mandatory. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was I was late to the game and wrong. I, I was late to right the game, away. too. I was still in grad school at the time. I was home doing homework all day. My first episode that I ever caught as a rerun was Stasi's birthday in Vegas. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> but it was... It was a delightful treat. Oh, and the one thing I did forget to mention that I tweeted um, is Kelly Catrone. Uh, we stand with Kelly Catrone. Kelly Catrone wrote a very in-depth article about Russell Simmons raping her. Yes. Um, he's a horrible human being. Um, I posted the article on Twitter with the hashtag, we stand with Kelly. Yeah. Um, and we are here for you, Kelly. And We love you. We love you. Yeah. Um, I also found out from, um, I think it was in SUP or EBP, one of the multiple pages um that, how many pages because i we need to read kelly's book oh kel on earth or yeah. um no no, no oh, if you have to cry go outside. go outside pretty sure i did um because lara no i think lara was talking about it on babe um which is another great podcast you guys should listen to but um i she was saying that she, she read it and that kelly used to be a meth head mm-hmm. which i did not know which explains the teeth yeah no i'm pretty sure i did read it when it came out because i was obsessed with kel on earth oh well i need to read it and she's a Scorpio, as am I, and she's obsessed with it, and she has all these theories about it. So I was, I was like, in on Kelly Catron like you would not believe. All right. Well, then I need to get my butt together, but we stand with Kelly. Good for you, Kelly. Yes. You ready? Uh, yeah, let's dive right in. We've, we've been missing our favorite show. Okay. Anything about the notes up top? I didn't take notes on that. Um, there was a little foreboding of the She Pratt versus Kelly Catron, a little foreshadowing of that. Um, we got a little Spidey action, and then a little shot of Audrina and Justin Bobby riding on his bike. Which was so long ago now, right? I know, but they keep, I mean, we'll talk about it in a minute, but they keep trying to push this ridiculous, like, Justin Bobby, Audrina storyline. Oh, and we forgot to mention what I'm wearing on my head. What oh, am I yeah. wearing on my head? Frank is wearing a Von Dutch hat. Um, I've been freed, y'all. Yep. Like, I'm just like, Lala Kent was seen carrying a Von Dutch purse. Yep. I've decided it's back. And I'm on board. Yep. So when I saw you walk up to my front door, because it was dark and I couldn't see that it said Von Dutch, but because of the colors, I thought to myself, why is Frank rooting for the Miami Dolphins? Oh, I would have thought you would have thought it was a Moroccan oil hat. Because <laughs> this is their color. Also show. very close. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, Kristen Cavallari is married to a Miami Dolphin now. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Von Dutch. Yeah. yeah. I, I dig it. It's a, it's a tribute to this glorious show. We open the episode, and we're at Big Wang's. And I actually have a friend that worked at the, that Big Wang's. Yeah. And Audrina and Lauren reminisce about the fact that they used to go there to meet guys. It was their guy place. That's what they say. Well, and it's funny, because when my friend Kate moved out there, and this was, we might have been during the hills, or right after the hills, she, um, when she said she was going to be working at Big Wang's, I was like, huh? Like, I thought it was like Buffalo Wild Wings. So I was yeah. really confused. Um, and then she had to explain that it was like a much hipper version of Buffalo Wild Wings. But we're not here to shame Buffalo Wild Wings. No, I fucking love it. But yeah. like, I, I mean, Kate was someone that always worked at like high-end clubs here and she's like a bottle service girl. And I'm like, you're working at something called only, Big Wang's? I've only been to Buffalo Wild Wings one time with one person yeah. and he's sitting on the oh, couch. Yeah. I, I do not <laughs> knock the, the big Buffalo Wild Wings. So, Lauren is drinking what is probably a vodka cranberry on ice, but I think it's a Shirley Temple, although I wonder why Lauren would drink something with so much sugar if it didn't have alcohol in it, but who knows. It didn't look bubbly. And I I feel like a Shirley Temple with a ginger ale is, because you know how sometimes, like, soda water doesn't get that bubbly, but soda does? I don't know. Just saying. 
I think it was a big ass vodka cranberry. Yeah. Heavy on the cranberry. Yeah, it was it was a big sixteen ounce drink on ice. Um, and they're talking about Audrina and Justin. Um, can we first talk about how Lauren is dressed like she's at a Hollywood hoedown? Yeah. What the fuck? She's wearing plaid in almost every single scene in this episode. This was an aggressive plaid and her hair, I mean, it made it look like she was going for some country western vibe. Yeah. Like big time. Because her hair was, she had like that like little mini braid and it was kind of pulled back in a really fucked up messy ponytail. Yeah. She had plaid on a lot. Yeah. Can we also talk about how Adrina is wearing a black turtleneck and looks so hot? Yeah. She's covered up. And her makeup is relatively simple, but she looks so good in a turtleneck. Well, she looks really good in that, like, throwback 60s mod look. She just has, like, a face for it, I think. She does. Um, she, I mean, she would look great in, like, that with, like, some really leggings and ballet flats. Like, she could really pull that look off, but she just doesn't well, like and So I, w- I just bought my first turtleneck in ages recently, and my friend looked at me and said, well, you have boobs and a neck. Why wouldn't you buy one? And maybe Audrina's in the same boat. Like, she has boobs and a neck, so there there you go. go. Yeah. But Audrina looks great. So they're talking about Audrina and Justin, or lack thereof. And Lauren just starts talking like a Hallmark card and says, well, there's no time like the present. Okay. To do what? And Audrina said she's stuck in this limbo where she can't decide if she wants to date or chill. Well, and no, and she says, like, I need to stop going from guy to guy. But I don't, huh? Because wasn't she dating Justin Bobby and Corey at the same time? I don't know. How is that going from guy to guy? I don't get it. And how come we can't see all the other guys? Yeah. I would like to. I mean, I thought she's been single for quite long stretches. Yeah. And then Lauren said, you're allowed to date more than one guy. That'd be nice to see. Um, I wrote down that Lauren is team ho tactics. <laughs> <laughs> she is. That's because she's living vicariously, though. Lauren's phoning it in because this is still Kyle Howard days. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all I have about Big Wangs, unfortunately. Well, there wasn't much else to say. I mean, no. it was just a non-conversation. Like, oh, I'm tired of yeah. going from guy to guy. Well, you should play the field. No one said that you have to date just one person. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Like, that was pretty much it. Justin Bobby, fake, fake, fake. Yeah. Yeah. But then we go to People's Revolution for my my favorite scene of the season. It was good. (laughs) It was good. So, Stephanie and Lauren are packing clothes in a box. To return to designers. Yes. And they're checking the style number... And then you see Kelly storm through the office, literally. She's, like, coming up this hallway. And she gets very upset that someone set their empty drink on the edge of a desk. Uh, specifically Stephanie. Stephanie, yes, as it turns out. But the drink is presumably empty, also. Well, I don't know, because was it... I mean, we don't know if it was a coffee cup or a water bottle, or if it was a coffee cup, how would she know if it was empty? I don't know. If it was a Starbucks cup, you wouldn't know. I don't know. But Kelly is presumably very upset about said cup because it could spill on clothing. Yeah. And she lectures Stephanie about what garbage is and where it goes. Yep. Which is pretty <laughs> It goes in the trash, in case you guys didn't know. And then Kelly, without even looking in the box, she picks up the box and completely <laughs> turns it over and says, I think we need to start this over. 
and then went on to say, like, because the designers think of these clothes like they're their babies, and I'm not going to return their babies to them with crumbs all over, the cracker crumbs all over them. Like, how would that, you're going to ruin my business. I didn't like, see anyone eating crackers, No, by the way. I didn't. And also, if they're the designer's babies, I don't think you should just dump them in a chair, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was not being gentle with them. She turned that box upside down and just dumped them all in the chair. Excellent point. But also, Lauren is standing there handing the clothes to Stephanie while Stephanie is folding them and placing them in the box. There's like a nice little assembly line happening. Kelly freaks out that the box doesn't look nice. And Stephanie says, okay, so I should use some paper dividers and things like that. And Kelly says, yes. Why didn't Lauren tell her that? Lauren has packed many a box at People's Revolution by this time, presumably. Why didn't she say, by the way, if, Steph if Kelly sees this box, she's going to freak out. You need to use tissue paper and blah, blah, blah. Now, do you think that Kelly, I mean, obviously this is all contrived and done on purpose yes. and we need to have some drama. Do you think <laughs> Kelly's mission was to look like just a badass bitch? Like, was that her whole, like, I want to be portrayed on MTV. Like, I want my brand to be that I'm a stone cold bitch. Because she's a very smart person. Like, yeah. she's not going into this with her eyes closed. Like, she knows no. how she's presenting herself to the world. We've talked about that before. If you have to cry, don't go outside was already almost done. So that was her persona. And I'm sure that Bravo had approached her by now about Kel on Earth. Yeah. So that was her thing. But she's, it was amazing. She is my queen. And like she, she always says that. that she's, right over. She says, if you do business with me, you're doing business with the devil. She always says that. Yeah, she was already my queen, too, obviously. <laughs> but then <laughs> Kelly walks away and just says, I'm watching you, Stephanie Pratt. <laughs> Poor Stephanie looks like a deer in headlights. And then Lauren does this bitchy, like, shaking her head maneuver. And I'm like, you could have told her about the tissue paper, Lauren. That's not doing her work for her. That's just saying, hey, Stephanie, maybe you should use some tissue paper. Well, and that's the thing. And that kind of is the theme of this entire episode when it comes to Stephanie and People's, People's Revolution. Until the very end. But that it, no one's training her. No. Like, Lauren's either going, well, why don't you do it like this without telling her how to do it? And then going, I'll just do it myself. And it's like, no, just show her how to do it. Just show her how to do it once, and she should be able to do it, and everything will be good. Or at least tell her. You don't need to even physically show her or demonstrate, but you need to say, oh, by the way, the boss hates it when you don't do this. Yeah. That's not helping her. That's just, like, something you would tell anyone. So weird. So then we go to Bolt House, and I completely forgot that Heidi was still working there, honestly. Well, because she's not. She's supposed to be working <laughs> in a fucking hotel. Yeah. She's supposed to be running a hotel. Oh, and let's talk about the tidbit we learned about Sam. Sam Bazarian. Yeah. yeah, so um, in the um, EBP page, it was EBPs, right? And not the bunker, one of my new... I don't know. I think If I saw it, it was EBP. Okay, so... Um, Sam Nazarian apparently yes. owns the house that PK and Dorit from the Housewives of Beverly Hills are living in. Yes. Um, because they're broke. And bankruptcy when, more than once. Yes, more than one bankruptcy. And the reason, you know, this season they claim that they were living in Florida during a remodel. Well, he's the one that remodeled it because And he Mar kicked them out. While they, he was remodeling. Remodeling it yeah. because he kicked them out for the four months and Mauricio has the listing. And it won't, it's not selling for whatever reason. I guess it's listed too high. But, um, yeah, not their house. And that made me a little concerned. Did you watch the episode where they moved back in? Yeah. The moving truck was fucking up the driveway. If that's not your house, I'd be like, fuck you. Like, I, yeah. Sam Nazarian does not make smart life choices when it comes to who's in it. Like, he hires Heidi back. Yeah. 
and then lets these idiots live in his house. Yeah, and it made me think that Heidi should just be a housewife somewhere. But the other thing about the housewife... Oh, she'd be such a good housewife. I know. But it would have to be, like, Real Housewives of Santa Barbara or something. But I would still watch it if she were on it. She could be in Orange County. Yeah, but she can't be at Beverly Hills. No. She'd be good on Beverly Hills, but she's not close enough. Well, she doesn't have the money. Although, apparently... Brandy didn't. True. But Brandy, like, I don't know. Heidi's not a Brandy. When she drinks, she is. When does Heidi drink now? Oh, on reality TV is when she drinks. Okay. All right. Well, I stand by it. I want her to be a housewife anyway. Um, But the thing about the housewives that I realized must cause so much drama behind the scenes when I read that is all about, like, money and who has your property listing and how dare you go on camera and say that you own all these things when my husband owns the, like, license to your house and I know that you're not worth shit. Well, and also, it makes sense kind of how they got on the show, because if Mauricio wanted the house on TV in an effort to try to sell it. Also, is Mauricio a real, is he an executive producer? Because I feel like he should be, because of all the house crap that goes along with it. Uh, I don't know. I've never looked to see if he is. I think he is a million dollar listing. Is he a million dollar listing? Yeah. That would make sense, because one of them works for the agency, right? I believe so. Yeah, I don't watch that, but... Well, he, and the one of the rich kids of Beverly Hills works for the agency, too. Yeah. Whatever. He's everywhere. I know. I was surprised that their new house only cost $8 million. Not that that's anything to shake a stick I was at, shocked, too. I would have thought because he owns a real estate agency in all these prominent areas in LA with all this money from television, I was like, And they million. moved to Encino. Yeah. And immediately got robbed. <laughs> yeah. Well, and their, the house they sold was like 6.5 or 7, and then they moved into an 8. And I would have thought by now they would be in like a 12 or like a 14. But I bet an 8 in Encino looks like a 12 or a 14. Oh, it totally does. I'm sure. And I'm sure, like, I'm saying this as someone who could never afford these things, and these are only houses that I look at on the Daily Mail, but still, I was surprised. Yeah, I was too. Although... In their defense, I'd probably rather live in a slightly cheaper house and just take doper vacations, so. I think they can do both. I I would think they could do both, too, but I was just trying to be on their side. (laughs) Okay, back to the hills, because that's what we're talking about. So, we're at Bolt House. We're at Bolt House. And Spencer is in his car in the alley on the phone, and he says, Heidi, your favorite stalker is outside in the alley. (laughs) Truer words have never been spoken. And Heidi has an attitude with him. I also, we should have rewound it, but we rewound a lot this episode. And Heidi is taking the phone call from inside, but then you see her immediately walk down this ramp outside. I feel like she wasn't allowed in the building. And she was like hiding behind a dumpster and then waited to walk down the ramp. So then they get in the car to have the conversation, which just begs the question, why didn't they have the conversation standing next to the car? And why does Heidi have her purse? If she's apparently at work and he says, can you come outside and meet me for a second? She would bring like her fob to the building and her phone. Probably, but I'm going to play, let's pretend this is real devil's advocate. And unless she has a locked drawer in her desk, I would have taken my purse as well. I have a locked drawer on my desk, and if my husband called and said, hey, I'm outside, I just want to chat for a few minutes, I would not bring my whole damn purse. But, whatever. I say this is someone who has a desk. <laughs> so, then, they're talking about their issues, and what's going on with them, and how they're going to go to therapy, 
And Spencer says that he's 25 and he can't be caged. No. Now he can't be caged? Why did you propose? Why did you get married? Why have you been caged for three years? Well, and I think that the problem is, is that he, well, they're acting like children, number one, but number two, he doesn't seem to, I don't know, they just really need to, like, establish a really good work-friend balance. I mean, a relationship-friend balance. Like, it's so stupid, because I think what he's trying to say is, like, I don't want to date other girls, but, like, I want to be able to free to go out with my friends and do things and not be with you 24 hours a day. Which actually, as we all know, is a big, fat fucking lie, because he doesn't want to do any of these things. He just wants to be with Heidi all the time. So that makes this extra fake. But I yeah. that's what he's referring to. Yeah. But then they also talk about Stacy the bartender again and Heidi says, "God only knows what you're doing with her." Well, they've always been in public places and he's not doing anything with her. And his entire argument to that is that he likes blondes. <laughs> he said she doesn't have blonde hair. Yeah, that was his entire argument. Which you'll laugh at this. So I have this constant text message change with all my girlfriends from high school as as you do. And my friend recently noticed on Facebook that this guy we noticed from high school is, like, even hotter than he used to be. Like, he's gotten really into fitness. And someone said, send pics, please. What does he look like? And my friend said, skinny and blonde, mare's type. (laughs) (laughs) Totally true, by the way. And then Heidi drops the ultimate threat that they're going to therapy. Yep, which has been a threat for a while now. I think, so this is episode four. I think we've been hearing it since episode two. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been going on a while. So then we go to Coco DeVille, and we meet, for the first time, Jade. Yeah. Last name, Nicole? Yeah, Jade Nicole. Jade Nicole. That's her Twitter name. And our Instagram for the podcast, we only follow Hills people right now, just to cut down the clutter so that we can see all the happenings. Same with Twitter. Yes. And Jade's Instagram is my favorite. <laughs> she's just, she's living her best life all the time. She's always half naked. She does a lot of fit tea ads. She does pita ads. She's a vegan. She's, she's never not in a bikini. It's just, it's I would expect nothing less. Exactly. It's all Jade all the time in a way that I'm really here for. All right. (laughs) So then Brody talks about how the boys are taking a boys trip to Hawaii. And, let's see, Holly is there. Yeah. And Holly is looking half up to speed. Yeah, she looks great. She did. So much so that I did not recognize her. Yes! (laughs) I thought, who is that? And then I realized it was Holly. Yeah. She's wearing a white and black leopard print halter neck top with black pants. I think the pants were shiny, but I was letting that go because the top is actually relatively normal. Well, and I like that she was there and we didn't have to go down the Heidi road. Yeah. Like, it wasn't an issue. We didn't, like, that's why we barely knew she was there. Because there was no, like, oh, I wish Heidi was here. Or, oh my god, I can't believe my sister went out with Lauren. Like, none of that. Yeah. We, we were spared. And her makeup was relatively simple. It was just a simple eye with a red lip to go with the black and white. It was very nice. Yeah, she looks good. I know. I was sh- shocked. Yeah. So then Brody's talking about this guy's trip to Frankie who's standing like 10 people away and it's just kind of rude. It's like people talking about how they're going on a trip without everybody else who's there. So that's what it is. And then all of a sudden we see Justin Bobby who must be getting royalty checks from a cigarette company in this episode. He's doing nothing but chain smoking the entire episode. And he comes over. Well, the first Adrena throws a bottle of water at him. I thought it was a napkin. 
I thought it was a crumpled No, I think up... it was an empty bottle of water. Like okay. an empty Fiji bottle. Okay. I thought it was a crumpled up napkin. I couldn't tell. She throws something at him. And he comes over, but not to see her. He just kind of says, hey, to Brody, I guess. Brody immediately tries to recruit him to go to Hawaii. And then Justin leaves. And Brody says, wow, that was really awkward. Well, no. So Audrina gets up and they hug. And she pats him. Oh, yeah. And he's like, don't, why do you do that? Why would you want to burp me? Like, that's not, like, the way that people greet each other. Okay, he's drunk. And? And then he eventually leaves. And, like, I don't remember what else they said other than the burping thing. That was it. Yeah. That was it. So then Brody sits down next to Adrian and says, that was awkward. No shit. And he said, what's the deal with you guys? Andrina says, nothing. There is no deal. And then Jade leans over to Holly and says, who's that girl with Brody? Meaning Audrina. And I wrote, Jade doesn't know who Audrina is, question mark. Bullshit. Yeah. Also, if you're comfortable enough to lean into Holly, no one said like, oh, this is Holly. This is Lauren. This is Audrina. Yeah. I know. And how would you know Holly any better than you know Audrina? Like, I don't, huh? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. And this comes up again later. Jade is the type of girl that when she goes out with her significant other, she has to touch him at all times. Yes. So we'll get back to that. So then we are at the fortress, which I had to ask Frank what we call Audrina's house because I couldn't remember. Well, first before that, I wrote big rocks. (laughs) What the hell was that in reference to? (laughs) Was it at Audrina's house or at the club? At the club. Big rocks. Jay doesn't know who Audrina is. Bullshit. And I wrote big rocks. Big rocks. Oh, Audrina's earrings. Oh. Audrina's earrings. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a little stoned. Um, Audrina had giant um, diamond earrings and studs. Okay. They had to be at least two carats each. Okay. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Good for Audrina. So we're at the fortress, and I don't know how this came up. But Stephanie's eating pickles in Audrina's kitchen. Yeah. Did she ask for pickles? They come in and Audrina's like, do you want anything? And I think she says, what do you have? And she lists a couple things and pickles is one of them. And Stephanie's like, oh my God, I love pickles. Pickle, 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 pickle. And of course, and then Audrina, Audrina says, says like, oh, you could be pregnant. Like pregnant people love pickles. I, <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did we get to pickles? I did. So... And then Stephanie, genius of the segue, says, I hear Justin's acting weird. First, we need to talk about how she looks like a rat woman. <laughs> like, I don't, like, her she hair She looked game, like she came out of a drain. Yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> she looks like someone's really old Barbie. Like a child's yes. Barbie that's just been, like, ravaged. Yeah, You find, like, on the yes. floor. That's it's, what her hair looked like. It's also because she's wearing two colors of eyeliner. She's wearing turquoise on the bottom and black on the top, which was of the time, but it's just horrifying. I don't hate her top, though. The black and white stripe tank top. Oh, no, I thought it was fine. It's very Jailhouse Rock, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. But it's her hair. Her it was the hair. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. No, and her makeup is, that's day old. I mean, she just does not have the kind of hair you can't do. Like, she's not someone that, I mean, maybe in a ponytail, if it was a really tight ponytail, but, like, she she's the kind of person that needs to do something with her hair. Especially if she's going to be on TV. Yeah. And then Audrina's hair and makeup looks great again. Yeah. But she's wearing a maternity top. Yeah. 
It's a tube top that goes like, oh God, it's ugly. Um, it's a tube top that's like purple with like lighter purple stitching. It's got an elasticized thing at the top above her boobs. And then it basically just billows out like a tent, except that it's got a strap, like a, a sash or whatever you call it, a belt that you can tie directly under her boobs, which is why it looks like a maternity top. Like she could be eight months pregnant under that and we wouldn't know. Yeah. So they're both, they're failing on different fronts. So Stephanie hears that Justin's acting weird. And then Audrina says, well, I saw him at Coco DeVille and he was just shady. Um, and then she said the favorite thing ever for me. I hate was it. That she said, he just said, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, is he Fat Albert now? Like, are you like, what the fuck? First of all, I did not hear him say, hey, hey, hey. But I no. Uh, I thought you were referring to the, I'm in love with him, but I'm not in love with him. Or I love him, I'm not in love She with said him. a lot of questionable things. Yeah. Uh, she did the hey, hey thing. She said that. Later, she says, not going to end good. Yeah. Oh, I wrote that down. Yeah. It's not going to end well, Adrena. Oh, Adrena. And also, how many takes of this shit are they taking and no one said, hey, Audrina, take that again? And what does that even mean? When you love someone, but you're not in love with them. It means you don't want to fuck them. I, I know, but I'm just like, it's a, it's a, it's a trope. Yeah. It's a reality TV trope. People say that all the time. Say it differently. Oh, I think, I think it's just reality TV. I think it's a real life it's thing a life people trope. say all the time. Yeah. But like, I think people need to find a new way to say that. That's what I'm saying. I think they should just start saying, I don't want to fuck you. I think that should be our new movement for 2018. Yeah. Hashtag, I don't want to fuck you. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah. But also, in Audrina's case, it means I love you and you don't love me back. I don't even know if it means that for her, though. I don't think she loves him. In the show, it means that. Yeah. In real life, it means the show's paying me to say this. True that. True that. <laughs> My note says, Audrina makeup, yes. Audrina top, no. <laughs> Amen to that. All right, so then we go to Apple. Which I, I don't remember ever hearing about a club called Apple in my life. Nope. Like, are they at the Mac store? I don't understand. That's what I thought at first. I thought it was some kind of, like, opening. Yeah. So then <laughs> Audrina says, hey, Jade. Instead of saying hi back, Jade says, oh, my God, Brody just grabbed my boob, so I grabbed his junk. I just wrote, Jade is a dum-dum. <laughs> yeah. She's also an equal opportunity groper, though. She is. Um, she was making Audrina look like Einstein. 100%. Audrina's a Rhodes Scholar oh, next to yes, Jade. Oh, yes, compared to Jade. Yeah. So then, out of nowhere... Oh, no, Brody says hi to Stephanie first. Notice Lauren was not present. Stephanie's there. And so I'm assuming Brody and Stephanie are now fine? I guess so, because he says, hey, want me to call Spencer? I'm just kidding. And then picks up his phone and calls Spencer. Well, and why didn't we get a big... I mean, they're really big on this show with makeups. Why didn't we get a big whole episode about Stephanie and Brody, like, burying the hatchet? I don't know. Sidebar about Stephanie. She met Gunner when she was home for the holidays. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're talking again? There was a whole paparazzi photo shoot of, like, Stephanie pushing the stroller on her walk with Heidi and Spencer. I meant to tweet it, but I've been taking a hiatus from Twitter. So, so do we think that their feud is still for publicity? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if they're getting mileage out of it, it would have to be in England. I mean, maybe it's a storyline for her Spencer, I made in Chelsea. Spencer might not have been there, but Stephanie was definitely pushing the stroller with Heidi. 
But Spencer wouldn't let Heidi see Stephanie if he was hating on her right, right now. Right, right. So they must have buried the hatchet. But, like, last I heard, which was not even that long ago, while Heidi was still pregnant, they were having a huge Twitter feud with one another. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know I meant either. to... I'll tweet it now. Now that I'm... We're back. Well, good. I'm glad that she got to meet the baby. <laughs> I know. So, then Brody immediately calls Spencer. Yeah. And... I... And conveniently, there was a camera crew there to catch it. You're kidding. And he immediately invites Spencer on this boys' trip. Why? Spencer is not one of the boys. He hasn't been around forever. Why? Uh, maybe because he went to the dime twice with Charlie. Now he's back? I yeah, don't... but Charlie wasn't... I didn't see Charlie anywhere. Like, it's just so dumb. And it's the same thing that Brody said to Justin Bobby. He's like, we're going to the Hawaii with the boys. You coming? Like, it's like the vaguest thing ever. It's... It is a Real Housewives vacation segue. A thousand percent, but at least... I do feel, though, that, like, Brody and Frankie like hanging out with Justin Bobby. Yes. So I think that could be a genuine invitation. I think they're bummed that JB doesn't hang out with them more often. Yeah. Um, so then Spencer lies and says... What? I can't hear you. I'm in Vegas right now, so I can't roll. And Stephanie... So sad. Yeah, and and Brody's like, oh, cool, that's a, that's we get it, man. We, it's cool that you're in Vegas. Like, talk to you later. And then Heidi says, like, I don't understand. Like, why did you tell Brody that? And Spencer said... And in this part, I think he's right. Spencer's like, it was just the easiest way to get him off the phone. I would agree with that. And I agree with that, too. Now, we forgot... My favorite part of the episode. And he didn't want to say, like, I can't go. No Yeah, more. well, and because if he just said, I can't go, it would have been like, oh, you're pussy whipped, you're Heidi, won't let right. you do whatever, but I'm in Vegas means I'm not Which in town. Which is actually a thousand percent true, and guys do that all the time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, we forgot to mention the, um, what you call it card at the top of the episode for who was sitting next to Audrina. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. It's in my notes at Apple. It's my very first note. It's on the next page for oh, me. All right. I was on it. Um, so then, <laughs> this is where they kind of go around this table that they're all sitting at. And this is where my note says that Jade can't stop kissing Brody. And she's very aggressive about it. She puts one hand on his chin and, like, one hand on the back of his head and pulls him over all the time. And that's where we get the name card. For? Um, sleazy T. Sleazy Tea. Sleazy T. Brody's friend, Sleazy T. Who, by the way, we meet in later seasons, and his name is fucking Taylor. It's Taylor. He's gonna be Sleazy T for me till the end of time. Yeah. I think what happens is Sleazy T gets married, and they start calling him Taylor because he's no longer a single Sleazy T. And who else is at Apple all of a sudden? <gasps> Lo and behold, it's Justin Bobby again. What? Yes, Justin Bobby shows up, and Brody calls him over, and I swear to God, they're sitting on my couch. Like, the couch <laughs> in this club looks exactly like my couch. Yeah. Um, it calls him over, and what I want to know, my real takeaway from this is Justin Bobby sits down and then starts smoking. They're inside. He's smoking everywhere. But I thought at least, well, at, the, at Coco de Ville, he was outside. It looked like he was outside, but or it was, was inside. In, or it was indoor-outdoor. But I want to know how he's getting away with that. Maybe VIPs can smoke and regulars can't. And they need to um, stop him from doing it because anyone paying attention can tell how awkwardly these scenes with the smoking were cut together. Yeah. Because it's like, full cigarette, half a cigarette, lighting a cigarette. Yeah, like it's not, like it's not congruent. Totally. 
So then Brody talks to Justin about Audrina and then he, Justin says it's not going to change and Brody says you might as well put the damn ring on her finger. What? And I went off about this because it's like, what the fuck? You hate women. You hate Audrina. You, I mean, every time she and Justin Bobby have gotten in a fight like in Vegas, he's like, fuck that bitch. And now he's like, put a ring on her finger? Like, what? Also, put a ring on her finger for what? He already did that on the show. And they're not together. They didn't even show up at a club together. What is the point of putting a ring on it? And this from commitment foe Brody, who will date, 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 but is not putting a ring on anyone's finger himself, so... He has now, but not on the show. Although they're still not married. No, they're not married yet. Yeah. That's been a while. Not surprised. So, then, Justin sits next to Audrina for some old-school Justin nonsense. And says, do you know how quick our life is here on Earth? And Audrina immediately says, is that a joke? <laughs> Kudos to Audrina. And then he holds up his fingers like two inches apart. And he says, it's this short. And then he pinches his fingers together so they're touching. And he says, and then it's like that. That's a really deep, Justin. Very deep. And this is where the cut-together smoking was most apparent. Yeah, because my note says, so much smoking. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. wrong. Like, yeah. cigarette, no cigarette. Have, I mean, you could tell that they cut it together really weird. Yeah. And then Audrina says that she's crazy in love with someone who doesn't care. I think she has a strong affection for someone who doesn't reciprocate. I think that would be a much better descriptor. <laughs> yeah. So, I have no more notes about Apple or Sleazy Tea. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and we go back to People's Revolution. <laughs> oh my god, where Stephanie proves herself to be the dumbest person a lot. Like, she and Jade should get together and share a brain. Yeah, yeah. So, we immediately see Lauren and Stephanie sitting at a desk, and the phone is ringing. Mm -hmm. And it's ringing and ringing, and Lauren says, Steph, the phone. Stephanie picks up the phone and then immediately hangs it back up. She says, hello, People's Revolution, and then says nothing else, and then just hangs up. Yeah. And then goes, oops, I think I hung up on someone. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, that would be like if I kicked you in the shins and was like, oops, I think I kicked you. Like, I, what? Yeah, yes, you 100% hung up on someone. Also, as someone who works in an office, and I don't get that many phone calls, knock on wood, I don't want them, so if I ever get a phone call that was... Pretty much the phone calls I get, I can either see that it's one of my bosses or it's a wrong number of someone who hit my extension and shouldn't have. So if I don't know how to transfer them, I hit hold and then I basically say, hey, how do you transfer again? Because I forget. But it's really easy to put someone on hold. There's a giant hold button on every phone. Yep. But she didn't even say, please hold. Or, no. sure, I can help you with that. Or let me transfer she your just call. She just said nothing and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I hung up on someone. So then they have this big conversation about the inventory and the clothing. And Lauren <laughs> says, Stephanie, when you're here, I think you need to focus. So then Stephanie... And me well, but before that, and this is where I was a little bit on Stephanie's side, not really, but just a teeny bit. That's when Lauren was like, you need to do this and this and this. And Stephanie was like, okay. And Lauren's like, or I could just do it myself. 
And that's the instance where Lauren fucked up, because that's not what you do. Like, especially if you're training a new intern. Like, you show them how to do well, it. Well, and or... why does Lauren care to help her today? Whereas when packing the box without tissue paper, Lauren was happy to make her look like a fool. Yeah. I don't know. But then Lauren starts saying, you know, she starts to give Stephanie some advice and says, I think when you're here, you really need to focus. And Stephanie immediately starts doodling on the paper and says, Steph, stop doodling. And she's like, are you doodling right now? Like, while I'm trying to talk to you? Yeah. And then Stephanie says, I hate confrontation. And Lauren says, I'm not confronting you. <laughs> no, she says, I'm bad at confrontation. And I almost fell off the couch. Um, because this was not a confrontation. And Lauren says that. And I wrote, more like bad at work and life. Yeah. And also, Stephanie does like confrontation. Remember when she stomped over to Lauren and says, Heidi's my family now. You hate my brother. I hate you. But I don't... I think Stephanie likes drive-by confrontation. And she, she just like everyone, she likes confrontation when she's in the driver's seat. Or when she's drunk. I mean, no one likes to be at the receiving end of confrontation. True. So, then... It's your favorite part. <laughs> yeah, I did have to take a breather after this, actually. We go to the office of Dr. Jordana Malsbacher. And that's exactly what the name card says. Yep. It doesn't say the therapist. It says the office of Dr. Jordana Monsbacher. And I think even doctor was written out. It wasn't even DR, was it? I think it had they'd written out. It was the doctor. longest yeah. title card we've ever seen on uh -huh. this show. Spencer is dressed like he's going to his school picture day. He's wearing a V-neck with a collared shirt sticking out. You don't need to dress for therapy, by the way, anyone. Um, they also don't know how doctors work because they walk in <laughs> and the doctor says, like, thank you for coming. And Heidi says, thank you for having us. Like she's visiting someone's home. <laughs> You're paying her to listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. So then the doctor says, you know, what brings you here today? Which is a very common therapy question, especially for a first appointment. And then Heidi immediately goes off and says that Spencer's gone out. I'm yawning because it's that boring. Sorry. <laughs> that Spencer's gone out with this bartender and he's basically having an emotional affair. And, and Spencer says, she has no trust in me. And Heidi says, we've almost gotten married twice. And then Spencer says, no, we did get married in Mexico. And the therapist like puts her hands up and says, wait, slow down. I'm going to tell you that this all sounds very high school to me. And that was when Dr. M became my MVP <laughs> of the episode. Ding, ding, ding. It is very high school. So, <laughs> then she says, you're going to face each other and you're each going to tell the other person something you feel. And Spencer, we're going to start with you. <laughs> and what does Spencer say? I feel like I'm in a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Therapy can feel like a nightmare. And then Heidi immediately goes back to her high school roots and says, he's, he's not even taking this seriously. He's emotionally checked out in some stripper hotel. Some kind of weird stripper motel. Oh, even better. <laughs> that sounds like where you want to be laid to rest. Oh my God, it really does. Where I want to live, actually. <laughs> weird stripper motel. Yeah, that's where I want to live. Because that, that way should... you can just open the door right out into the parking lot. Do you want a new Instagram handle? Because it should be that. <laughs> weird stripper motel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Heidi kept parroting what the therapist was saying. So yes. the therapist, because Heidi did, she was like, oh, you're not taking this seriously. And Spencer's like, well, I'm here. I'm here, aren't I? And the therapist said, well, you can be here in body, but and not, like, be not here. here emotionally. And that's when Heidi was like, and you're not here emotionally. I'm sick of it. 
And we're, like, we're episodes away from their big TV wedding. I don't understand what the point of this is. It's so dumb. Like, why couldn't we have had, like, something with Spencer's parents or Heidi's parents? Or, like, I don't know. It's just the couples therapy thing is really dumb. I would love to know behind the scenes, because I feel like Spencer must have tried hard to get his parents to be on the show. Because it would have made for such good TV and added such drama to the whole him and Heidi thing. And I'm wondering what it was like behind the scenes with him and his parents, like, trying to... Because you know he tried to do it. Yeah. We got Nana on. Yeah. Or, like, why didn't they try and make friends of their own yet again? I just don't understand that. I don't know. Because it would have been a great plot line if he had beef with Darlene, but Heidi had beef with his parents. You know what I mean? That would have been great for TV. Yeah. This bullshit him dating a bartender thing is so dumb. So dumb. Ugh. So then we go to Crustacean. Which I think is run by a famous chef, actually. I think this is one of the... I recognize the name of this restaurant. And when I say famous chef, I mean, like, Hollywood chef. Like a Wolfgang Puck or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't take many notes on this because it's bullshit and it's very real housewives of them, but the girls decide to go to Hawaii. Well, the girls decide to go to Hawaii and basically decide to help Audrina cheat yeah. on Jade with Brody. Yeah. I mean, I actually thought it was gross. It was gross. They said, you're totally going to hook up with Brody after they talk about how nice his girlfriend is. And why isn't Lauren having a problem with this? I don't know. Shouldn't she? I don't know. Like when Stephanie allegedly hooked up with Brody. Or not, no. Who who hooked up with Brody? Jen. Yes, when Jen Bunny. Sorry. I was like, oh my God, where was I? When when Jen Bunny hooked up with Brody, it was World War III. Yeah. And now Audrina is talking about it and Lauren's just A-okay. Because Audrina sure didn't say, like, Lauren, would you have a problem if I flirted with Brody? I mean, that wasn't discussed. You also can't have a conversation where you talk about how happy a guy seems in his relationship and then segue to how cute he is. Both of those things are true. That does not give you the right to encourage him to cheat. No. There are a lot of good-looking people who are taken. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. And it is the most bullshit Real Housewives thing ever. Yeah. It's like, you know what? We deserve to go away, too. And you know what? Brody deserves a trip without his girlfriend, too. Let's just go to Hawaii. Yeah, because that's the gist of the conversation, you guys, is that yeah. they say, oh, the reason it's a boys' trip is because the boys want to be with Brody without Jade there because they're very insular and they feel like they would get to spend time with him. In the boys' defense, Jade is all up in his grill. Yeah, and so the decision that Lo makes is like, well, if we just show up, like if we tell them that girls are going, then Jade will have to come. But if we just show up, then Brody can have a vacation without her and everything will be great. Lo also says, and we haven't gone on a trip together in so long. Since they were in Vegas, right? Yeah. So what? I don't know. And don't you allegedly live together? Yeah. I, and weren't you all at a club together like the other night? So who cares? Um, and so then we get scenes from the next, which is basically Hawaii, the Bible, and Jade versus Audrina. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't go up against Jade. She seems a little... Okay, so this is my thought about Jade. Okay. Um, I don't think she's that pretty. She's had a face. lot of really cheap work done. Yeah. Well, I mean, even in this, like, I was just like... I mean, Audrina's the prettier of the two of One, them. Oh, duh. Um, but she also seems real, like... Scrappy. She's scrappy. Like rough and tumble. Yeah, like, that's yeah, what I like mean. Like I wouldn't want to, you're like, I, I, she'd punch a bitch. That's when I said I would not go up against Jade. That's exactly yeah. what I mean. No, I know. That's why I'm agreeing with you. 
Um, yeah, she would punch Audrina in the face. She's kind of like carny-ish. You mean Leanne Locken? No, I would never sell Leanne Locken like that. <laughs> um, but I mean, she looks like someone who could have like grown up on a fairway with methed out parents. Yeah. Like I could see her date. Like, she, like I, I, in my mind, her friend group would be like Shauna Mogler and... Um, <laughs> you mean Shanna Mogler? Yes, Shanna Mogler. <laughs> And, um, what's the other girl that was, that, with all the tattoos that was on the, um, Blink-182 cover and she was married to Jesse James? The blonde one? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like that could be her crew. Yeah. Like, suicide girls type people. Jade does have a tattoo, like, down by her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. What does it say? I forget. Wait, I feel like we should end on this because it'll be better. (laughs) Um... Oh, it shit. says something disgusting. It says something like open for business or something. Like this is going to drive me crazy. What is that girl's name? Oh, Lindemeyer. Okay. Janie Lindemeyer. Is oh my it God. Janie Lindemeyer? I don't know. I would never know that. Although I don't she trust... She was a porn star. Yeah. I don't trust you after saying... <laughs> I don't trust you after saying Shannon Mogler. Well, but... yeah. Um, I'll look it up real quick. Hold on. This tattoo... <gasps> That's right. What is it? Oh, actually, I respect this tattoo more than I thought I would because it says respect... On her vagina. Nah. Yep. Oh my god. I knew it was good. As in like oh. respect to the vagina. Wow. Jesse James ex wife. I love that you do that Jesse while James we're Well, I don't have Yeah. Janine, Linda Mulder and Carla James. Yeah. Janine Lyndon Muller. Okay. <laughs> I just love that you voice search while we're recording. I don't like typing. I'm not wearing my glasses. <laughs> What's her name? Janine Linden Mueller. Okay. Got it. She's really hot. She's not anymore. Poor thing. She had a struggle with addiction. I think she might have been on Celebrity Rehab at one point. Okay. But I could see that being Jade's crew. It probably is. Um, but yeah, I mean... I don't dislike Jade, and she brought a drama to The Hills that was needed at the time, because The yeah. Hills is getting pretty boring. Yeah. And the fact that Jade's about to punch Audrina in the face, I remember I was very excited, and it kept me tuned in. But she's not the classiest of broads. No, definitely not. But that's why I love her Instagram, so it makes sense. Um, and next week, I want to talk about Brody and money. Okay. I'm down for that conversation. Yeah. All right. Um, So we will, will, happy New Year's to all of you. And we will see you next week. Yeah, and we're happy to be back. We're very happy to be back. Happy New Year. (sighs) And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter, at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mayor B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review. And please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>